Oh, hey, we're recording. Hey, I'm recording, too. That's exciting. You're listening to page 394. We're living the magic page by page. Your hosts today are Zoe, Juju, and Rachel, and we're discussing chapters 1 through 6 of The Sorcerer's Stone. We'd like to thank Ingrid for designing our logo. You can find her on DeviantArt Midnight. That's M-I-D-K-N-I-G-H-T-0-8. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Rachel? I'm tired. Me too. I am too. I was sick a couple days ago. Today, I cut down three trees. What did the trees ever do to you? <laughs> they were dead and they were danger. Dead and danger. They were. So, Juge, what'd you think? It's pretty cool. It's an interesting story. Magic. Yeah, a lot of magic. I like how he catches the train. That was pretty cool. When did you realize, okay, Zoe was right about this? <laughs> what do you mean, right about this? I'm not as obsessed as you. (laughs) No, and I don't expect you to be. I think it's cool. It's a a cool story. It's just, this will probably be the only time I'm reading it, to be honest. That's okay, as long as you've read it. (laughs) But I do like it. It's a cool kid story. It gets more adult later. It matures, for sure. Yeah. What I thought was interesting when I was growing up with these is that as we grew up, the the books books got longer. And more mature. And more mature. And so the content and the length grew. If I had a nine-year-old who wanted to read this series, I won't know if I'd want them to read the whole series right away. But I I wouldn't be able to deprive them of reading the rest of the series. Because, I mean, the seventh book came out when we were, like, 17. So, I mean, we're old enough to kind of comprehend this. But, like, as a nine-year-old? Be a children's librarian, so you should probably get a hand on that. I probably should get a hand on that. I I consider it young adult now i probably wouldn't let anyone anyone under the age of 13 read past the fourth book i don't know if i'd let them read the fourth book i probably wouldn't let them read the fourth book shit gets heavy in that book (laughs) it's heavier and heavier after that people die (laughs) well see you girls have mentioned this before and i kind of like that about it because it actually grows with the audience like that's how you're supposed to do that was what was really cool that makes a good entertainment right there is a grows with your audience. The thing is, is we literally grew up with it. Every year there was a book and a movie coming out. Waiting for the fifth book was awful because the fourth movie had just come out and we had to wait for the fifth book. If you look at the movies, going from the fourth movie to the fifth movie, there's an age difference. I love all the Harry Potter books. The fifth book is the one I have let read the least amount of times. That's what the one I've read the most amount of is times. It? And I don't like the fourth one. I don't mind the fourth one. Though. I, it just depresses me. My childhood ended there. Oh. I think I've read the third one and the seventh one the most. Or listened to them. I love the third one. I can't wait till the third one. The third one's a lot of fun. And probably the part of the reason that I don't like the fifth one is because I love the third one so much. That's probably it. I could see that. We're trying not to spoil it here for you. Okay, I like the first six chapters of the first book. Yay! Yay! Winning! You two are like the same person. You have no idea. It's oh a my problem. God. Yep. <laughs> well, now I just feel weird. I don't know if you knew this, Juge, but they changed the movie from Philosopher's Stone to Sorcerer's Stone. Yes. They wanted it to sound more magical. They just Americanized it because we're idiots, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, that freaked but. me out. I was like, I think I have the wrong ones, but I don't know. <laughs> you're reading the... Philosopher's. Yeah, you're reading Philosopher's Stone, oh. that's right. Yeah. Did he get the um, Stephen Fry version? I have Stephen Fry and Jim Dale. Okay. Okay. I'm listening to Jim Dale because you told me to. I say Jim Dale's better. I tried to read along with it, but I've been so busy, I'm just like listening to it in the background when I do stuff. That's, that's what I like about so, that. Uh, it's like, I got shit to do, let's listen to this. Yeah, that's why <laughs> yeah. I like audiobooks because usually that's all I have time for. I feel really unproductive when I sit down and read now. I thought it was interesting how it said there won't be a child in our world who doesn't know his name because there isn't. 
And they did change it to mum. Oh, did they? They did. I looked for it. So I I'd read like, somewhere they changed it back. Yeah. That, it was just really weird. You can't have something take place in England and then everyone's saying mom. I had a thought while I was reading when the Muggleborns get there. That what if they refuse to go to Hogwarts? Because the Dursleys were saying, he's not going, he's not going. I won't send him to some crackpot school. What would happen if they were just like, nope, sorry, I'm going to go to Muggle High School? They'd probably just let them. I think it would be weird. Then their like magic would start to manifest itself and they wouldn't be able to control it. Maybe Harry's a different kid, but I'm sure they send like, they don't just send random muggle kids a letter. They probably get like an extra explanation or something. Like, here's your letter. Here's your letter. <laughs> no, I don't think they just come flying in. But I don't know, Harry was a special case and... He was special. He was supposed to know. What makes me wonder is like, the story would have ended if he was just like, no, I would rather not go to wizard school. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Like, thanks, but uh, I'd rather live in my cupboard. So Dudley can hit him with his stick, which was very abusive, by the way. Yeah, that's some pretty sick stuff that's going on for him. Poor guy. So you remember when Rachel said, how isn't Harry normal? Now you understand his background. <laughs> like, what the hell? The Dursleys are awful. Yeah, they're a bunch of assholes. Harry should have some major trust issues, like, let's be real. For sure. The Dursleys were the exact opposite of the magical world, and, like, and I was reading on Pottermore that they want everything to be proper and normal, and they're basically the Joneses of Potterverse. <laughs> And it, it describes the Dursleys perfectly. Yeah, but that little kid, he wasn't like Mr. Perfect. He was a little asshole. He was like the little chubby redheaded kid that always wanted to bully people. Dudley? Why is he redheaded? <laughs> He's not a Weasley. That's true, but he that's how blonde. I picture him. I can't remember if Dudley's blonde or... Oh, blonde. He is, is he blonde? Yeah. He's a fat little blonde. I don't know if yours... Well, mine's actually the newest edition, and mine says that he was trying to stuff his VCR in the duffel bag. Yeah. <laughs> the love the, the Do 90s. kids know what a VCR is now? He was... Probably the dude that, like Cartman. He was like a Cartman. Yes. He is like Cartman. <laughs> Dudley is Cartman. That dick. Except I like Cartman better. <laughs> Cartman's funnier. Exactly. Exactly. And not British. He's a British Cartman. <laughs> Seriously. He can't even trust his family. Why is he going to trust some, like, like, I don't even know how to describe him. Like, he's just some big dude that I picture in my head. <laughs> some big hairy dude like me, but hairier, probably a little fatter. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he's just like, hey. Hagrid is Come like a giant. <laughs> like you're gonna go with this big hairy like hobo dude who's gonna take off with him. I guess it's better than what his family had though. Loud and hairy. <laughs> you're not talking about me. Anyway. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> I felt really bad for the owl stuffed in Hagrid's coat where that just, you know, first of all he's in Hagrid's coat. <laughs> God knows how long. And then he just throws the owl out in the storm. Like, <laughs> the owl in his coat? I thought the owl came to the... It was out of his coat. <laughs> he pulled an owl out of his coat. I remember that. It's when he wrote uh, Dumbledore the note saying, I've got oh, Harry. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was thinking like... of the Daily Prophet thing. Not... No, it wasn't the Daily Prophet oh, thing. Okay. That one came, came to them. Oh, okay. We actually did go to Diagon Alley, which I don't know if Juge noticed this, but... It means diagonally. Diagonally. Oh, diagonally. got it. And Ollivander kind of freaks me out because he remembers everyone and everything about them. And he has a weird connection with wands, which we will find out in book seven. <laughs> so we have a while to go. He has to have a photographic memory. I'm glad I don't have blonde hair. Or something. What? I said I'm glad I don't have blonde hair. Why? Wait, did you just say he has some weird thing with blondes? With <laughs> <laughs> did you just say that? <laughs> No, with wands. Oh, Magical wands. Yeah. <laughs> Malfoy better watch out. <laughs> watch out. 
Jeff for all of Andrew's wand. He'll come and get you because he likes the blondes. Better stay away from my wand. Anyways, so we meet uh, Voldemort, or he who must not be named. You know who? Yeah, I would have said his name right away. Uh, Harry does. He's yeah, he does. Fearless. Well, like, there's, I highlighted he, a part about that. Well, he couldn't kill Harry, so why not not be afraid of him? Why would he be afraid of him? He couldn't kill him as a baby. But he doesn't know he's supposed to he be afraid of him. He doesn't know he's supposed to be afraid of him. But why would he? Exactly, why would he? That was one of the last things I highlighted was he was starting to get a prickle of fear every time you know who was mentioned. He supposed this was all part of entering the magical world, but it had been a lot more comfortable saying Voldemort without worrying. Yeah. Like, it's the people around him who make him, like, fear of the name increases fear of the thing thing itself. I I don't think he fears saying the name, he just fears being judged for saying the name. I don't think so. Well, he notices how everyone reacts when he says the name. Yeah, exactly. So, like, if they're scared, he should be scared, right? Yeah. Like, he doesn't know anything, so he's like, if they're scared, I should probably be scared, too. Especially since they know more about it than he does. He has no idea. He's so innocent and naive to the wizarding world that if everyone else is afraid of it, especially Hagrid, this big, giant oaf, half-giant man, hey, is afraid of it. I take offense to that. Are you Hagrid? Are you identifying with I identify with Hagrid, with Hagrid very much. Okay. I am kind of okay with that. I, of course, did a little bit of research on what Voldemort meant, and I knew more in French means death. It also means uh, many in Icelandic. Many death. Many death. And Vold in Old Norse means violence, so it means many violence and death. Ooh. I thought that was pretty That is very interesting. Yeah. Scare it. Uh, so we go to Hogwarts, kind of. No, we made it to the... We, were about we to made it to the platform, the yeah. Yeah, to the platform. He was a- took the train ride. We read up to Chapter 6, so he's about to get sorted. So we were talking about the houses... Which you can kind of understand now. And I take offense for Rachel, and I know she takes offense. But everyone brags on Hufflepuff. And yeah, I noticed that. Hagrid calls up a, what is it, a load of Lo- duffers. A load of duffers. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, Malfoy. We meet Malfoy, which means bad faith in French. Hey, wait. Can we go back to uh, the portal thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The platform. What freaked me out? Platform. That thing. What freaked me out is, what was it, nine and three quarters? Yeah. yeah. Platform nine and three quarters. Yeah. Nine and three quarters. Why isn't it nine and a half? Why is it like exactly precisely nine and three quarters? I actually looked this up on Pottermore because I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> Jacob Rowling said she knew it had to be obviously not a real platform. And she just came up with nine and three quarters. It just popped into her head. She's like, three quarters. It works. Okay. And it says in the story that they go like in between nine and ten. Yeah. There's, so there's, there's like pillars. A brick thing, yeah. There, there's run, the pillars and they go in between that. And they run right, right in between that. They run... Right at it. That is more nine and a half. <laughs> I know my measurements. That is nine and a half, not nine and three quarters. I would have measured that perfectly. I'd been like, it's the third out of four pillars. Oh, I, there's nine. Then yeah. Okay, I didn't get that because I just figured like they're just running in between and like they're pretty no, good at eyeballing there's or something. Pillars there's a brick. There's wall a brick wall, through. which you'll we'll, we'll watch the movie and you'll see. Okay, I have to. Yeah, it's all part of the Harry Potter journey and experience. <laughs> gotta watch the movie when we're done with the book. So we met Malfoy. What did you think of Malfoy? Wait, who's that? Dick. Malfoy, the little pointed, blonde-haired father's down looking at this and mother's oh, looking at Oh, he was a little jerk. He was a stuck-up little brat. You don't want to get with the wrong sort. I'll help you there. Right. Oh, what a dick. Imagine being in Hufflepuff. I'd leave. leave. I don't like that, that dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Malfoy doesn't even like Malfoy. I would have been like, Bitch, do you know who I am? I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he does. He's like, there's a rumor that Harry Potter's in this in this carriage. I would have been like Heisenberg right there. Be like, say my name. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking Potter. <laughs> 
That would be what the series is called. Vol- it was about Voldemort. Ooh. Breaking Pie. I'd watch that. Someone write that fan fiction and send it to me. <laughs> so he's going to like continue in the story? <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a main character. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, no. He's, he's, he becomes pivotal later. Hagrid needs a girlfriend. Oh, you'll watch. You wait. Book <laughs> four. Oh. <laughs> It'll be great. It, Anyways. Because that's the one that I'm identifying with is Hagrid. Well, let's explore that. What, what about... You sound like my therapist. <laughs> right? Let's explore that. <laughs> Why do you identify with Hagrid? Because he's just like... Sorry, I'm still laughing about that. Because <laughs> he's a chill, like, hippie-looking, just fun guy to me. He really is. I think I could be like that guy. You like I would animals? look up to him. <laughs> Yeah, he might have made some spells that he shouldn't have, and he's like, oh well, screw it, life goes on. I can't wait for him to figure out Hagrid's plot line later. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Hey, I'm going to stick to that, too. Hagrid's my boy. I don't fight with Luna. Wait, with who? Neville. <laughs> Luna and Neville. You'll meet Luna later. Okay. I love Neville. I took one of those who's your Harry Potter soulmate quizzes. Is Neville your soulmate? <laughs> I could see you and Neville. We'd be friends. Ooh. No. Rachel and Neville. Rachel and Neville. <laughs> and then I took the one that was like, who's your secondary character soulmate? I got it Colin Creevy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe I should do this. So it was like, I'm no, bad. don't do it yet because there's spoilers in the um. in the descriptions. You would get Colin and right. Neville. Tell me now. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't mind getting Neville. I wouldn't mind getting the actor who plays Neville. Matthew Lewis. <laughs> Yeah, he neville pretty well. It's called <laughs> Neville Longbottoming. It's when puberty does you right. <laughs> Did him right. <laughs> so they have they have racing brooms, apparently. Yes, they have their own yes. sport. We kind of touched on that. We'll go into Quidditch in a couple chapters, actually. Okay. We'll find out what Quidditch is all about. It's pretty awesome, unless you're a muggle and you're running around <laughs> on a field on a broomstick, then I it's just awkward. It's cool. You think it's cool? That's going to be hard as fuck. Wait. You gotta run around with a broom between your legs and catch shit. That's awkward. It is awkward, but it's funny. It's what? <laughs> There's a Quidditch League. In our world, <laughs> yes. Like, they have college teams. I'll send you the link. What surprises me is both of you aren't on that league. I I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I'm not athletically inclined. And I'm not that dorky. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I'm almost 27 years old. I don't do any kind of sports anymore. You never really did sports. <laughs> I used to... Marching band's not a sport. <laughs> I used to do backyard football. Okay, that was backyard football. That was more dangerous. We didn't have penalties. What are we going to do? Backyard Quidditch? Actually, that sounds kind of... Drunk backyard Quidditch. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about Quidditch. That sounds very dangerous. What do you hope to read in the next few chapters? I don't know. I guess some kind of action something. Quidditch game gone bad or something. Oh, you'll get that. Eventually. Where do you think Harry gets sorted? I, don't, I have no idea because I only know there's, of what, two houses now? They talked about all four. They mentioned they? four? Yeah. Yeah, because Malfoy mentions that he's in Slytherin. Or and wants to be in Slytherin. He says my whole family's yeah. been in Slytherin. Right. And Ron talks about the fact that his whole family is in Gryffindor. But then they say mention Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw, too. I only remember Slytherin and Hufflepuff. That's the only ones I caught. I better re- go back to that. Oh, no. They'll talk about it a bunch. Okay, then. Yeah, he, the next chapter, he gets sorted. The Sorting Hat has a song. Jim um, Dale actually does a really good job on that song. Yeah, he does. This book? Only a few chapters because they're long chapters. They are quite long. Yeah, this is the shortest book. Okay. Anything else? Final thoughts? Final thoughts? Final thoughts. Um, I'm actually excited to read to continue reading it. Oh, good. Oh, yay! But, but, it is very childish. Well, Not in a bad way. But, not in yeah. a bad way. I'm not saying that it is bad at all. But it is like for it's a kid book, obviously. It's easy to stay into. It's not like a picture book where you're just like, oh my god, 
go to bed. Meet Harry. <laughs> Meet Harry. See? Very Harry, run. See Harry get abused. <laughs> run, Harry, run. <laughs> it's a great story. It is a great story for kids. Now I'm excited for the fourth book you said. Oh, with Hagrid? Right. Just, well, because that's when we said that it kind of grows up. Oh, yeah. Yep. It grows, like, as it goes, which is actually the New Mexico state motto. It grows as it goes. It's <laughs> what I know. It's so dirty. I love it. <laughs> God, New Mexico. I know. <laughs> it's a grower, not a shower. That's why I love it here. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Well, know. next week we will be going over chapters 7 through 12. Six more. That's not six. So 7 through 13. We might have a guest speaker. Yay. <laughs> A friend of mine and Rachel's, and she she has a Harry Potter tattoo on the side of her. A very legit Harry Potter. A very tattoo. legit Gryffindor tattoo on the side of her. Gryffindor gets all the cool shit that you can actually tattoo on your body. I don't know. I like Hagrid. Get Are you gonna get Hagrid tattooed on the side of your belly? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody.